For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome! It's still real to me, our pro wrestling show, courtesy of Zaslow Show 2.0. We are now on the Believe Podcast Network, and of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is brought to us by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-7473. That's 800-747-3733. You've been involved in any kind of an accident, a hit-and-run, car crash, slip-and-fall, motorcycle boating. I send you to Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, because they're going to treat you like family and get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, Of course, our pal is Joey Levin here with us. So we're coming at you here. It is a Friday afternoon. We're going to give you, we're going to give you a preview for great pro wrestling weekend. They're not necessarily huge shows, but it is dual pay-per-view weekend. So it feels like a really fun pro wrestling weekend. We have all out tomorrow uh no excuse me sunday payback is tomorrow but we're going to start out here joey doing a short little recap of some of the things that stood out to us on all in last week as we haven't been able to go over it because you and folks will be able to hear maybe joey sounds a little bit different what's the matter with him you had a little bit of an operation everything is good you weren't able to talk for a couple days how you doing today I feel I'm okay. My face is a little swollen and my voice is getting a little raspy because I can't breathe great yet, but this will be better in the long run. So it's all awesome. Good. Awesome. So let's, let's start with all in the, the first, the first place that I want to start with all in uh, and we'll get to the CM Punk stuff, but the first place I want to start, I thought it was a really fun show. I thought it was really fun. And when you consider when they first announced that they're doing a stadium show, obviously selling 81,000 tickets. I think if they got half that, they were going to be happy. 81,000 tickets, tremendous, tremendous response. And when I was watching the show, it felt like a big event. It felt like a big show. It felt like the biggest show AEW had ever done. Now, did it feel like WrestleMania? No. But it felt like this was a big show. This was a meaningful show. So I dug that part of it very much. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you said that part. Was it WrestleMania? No. Because, you know, obviously I follow wrestling Twitter very closely. And there's all this talk. Like, now there's two premiere shows. Now there's the 
it's not just WrestleMania anymore. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. That was not WrestleMania. No. Um, but you also, I think, I also agree 100%. It was a fun show. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, in my opinion, it's the third best show AEW's done this year, which probably is a testament to AEW. Um, but the, all of the, there's been a lot of talk about best show in this. Uh, no. There were a couple incredible matches to me and then a bunch of other like fun stuff, Mm -hmm. but it very much, it felt like a, it felt like the original all in on steroids, you know, a bunch of guys just coming together, doing a bunch of big matches Mm -hmm. that, you know, obviously we have MJF and Cole, which is particularly because the bloodline is really not doing anything right now. Best thing, best storyline in wrestling. Everything else was just like, let's put cool matches on. And that's what All In was originally. It was just a a glorified house show with a bunch of huge names with a bunch of cool matches. And that's kind of what I felt All In was like, which is not a problem. But again, to your point, not WrestleMania, but very good. So are they making this their premier yearly show? I'll tell you what, if they are, and it sounds like they are, they got to move all out. They got to move all out. I don't, you know, I guess it's kind of an experiment because yeah, All Out's tomorrow. And for me, this has not worked. Having them no. back-to-back weeks, it, it does not work for me. No, and we'll talk about it during the during the preview. But fifty bucks back-to-back weeks. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm buying it. It's it, well, it's Florida a lot State of money two weeks in a row. I got Florida State Sunday night. I yeah, mean, you know, it, it it's a lot. And plus, me. when we run down the card, it's like, yeah, there's some questions. And yeah. it'll be a. It'll also ultimately good match, good wrestling, and it'll be a probably a fun show. But fifty bucks. Yeah, I don't know if it's got. It's going to be tough. But um, yeah, I mean, I look, if you're going to sell out Wembley every year, it's got to be your main show. And so they're, they've already booked it for next year. It's Wembley again, 2024, yep. which is cool. Yep. It's a great crowd there. And yeah, so that, that seems like it's their big show. Let's, let's start at the beginning. Of, we're not going to go through every match, but let's start at the beginning of the night. So what do we you're believe? Right. You called it. You, you called it. You're right. What did I call? The MJF and Cole winning the titles. I thought they weren't going to win the titles. The tag yeah, titles. yeah. So M- MJF and Cole win, and and so and and the match was fun, and so then that takes us to the end of the night, and I thought Adam Cole had a real shot at winning. I kept thinking he's go he's going to give in to Roderick Strong, and it never happened, and I guess I'm glad it didn't happen because. Very it's similar coming, to what's coming. Well, yeah, you know. it's coming, but very similar to like the bloodline story. It's like, all right, I'm glad to, I'm glad Cody didn't win because now we get to keep doing this with the yes. bloodline. You know, well, now we get to keep doing this. It's fun. Why stop it now? It's going to happen one day, but it doesn't need to happen yet if it's fun. Right. And the storytelling was great. You know, MJF really playing up the babyface role, refusing to cheat when Adam Cole is using all the dirty tricks. And Adam Cole is super violent. And he's willing to do anything it takes to win. And then the, the callbacks, and you, and you saw it coming, but you, you get the double clothesline, which gets the double pin. And then, of course, MJF is going to give him the extra five minutes this time because mm-hmm. it's a complete 180. The character is done. And, and then, of course, you get the very end where Cole does, so it's MJF now. All right, you know, hit me, uh, whatever. And Cole, he doesn't do it, and they embrace. I loved that in particular because when the match ended, Joey, it felt flat to me. I'm like, wow, that's 
That's it. That's the end of the night. You got to go home a show that big with some kind of big moment, with something that the crowd is jumping up and down and cheering for. And the end of the match did not give you that. But Adam Cole and MJF, then the embrace, that was the moment. That was a great finish to the night. Right. Well, that's why when we were talking about it, we it felt like it either had to end with a turn or an embrace because the crowd doesn't know who they want to cheer for. So no, who no, no matter who wins, it's like, oh, okay, that's it. They just won. Because like, even if Cole won, you'd be like, okay, well, Cole won, but we love MJF. And MJF wins and people are like, oh, even though we think Cole's turning, we still love Adam Cole. So now you get that embrace and you get that that moment, which I kind of felt like that was where we were headed. And then, you know, I thought we would get the turn maybe this weekend, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen either. Um, and I'll tell you, man, MJF, the guy just, he can't do wrong. I mean, Killing everything he, he, the kangaroo kick might be the most over thing in wrestling right now. The can't, the thing he did in against Aussie open first match. Yep. And there, he has kangaroo kick merch. I mean, really? he, he has a shirt kangaroo kick. Um, everything he does is he's, he is really, and that being said, I think there is part of it is who his dance partner is. I got to give credit to Adam Cole because a member and we're not that far removed from the four pillars thing. That was not very good. Yeah. And then he did the thing with Brian Danielson and it was incredible. And then he did the, well, I think it was Danielson, then the four pillars. And now this, I think Adam Cole is really at the top of his game right now. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. And it's a credit to both of them, but MJF, he is so good that when he's given a, another really great talent to work with, it's hard to beat in wrestling. It really is. So what do we believe happened at the start of the show? CM Punk and Joe open up the main card on the pay-per-view. Yeah. It's so hard to try and, you know, parse through the bullshit with the dirt sheets. We know CM Punk is just such a lightning rod when it comes to all the clickbait and whatnot. But are we to believe that there was an altercation with Punk and Jack Perry and Punk didn't want to go out? And they're trying to get other matches. The second match, the third match with Robo Tag and Trio's I, matches to uh, go out yeah. first instead of them. Like, what, what do we believe happened here? I didn't really read that part. Yeah. About other matches. Yeah. Apparently, I, I, they, they went to uh, to FTR and the Bucks and said, because they went on third and said, are you ready to go out? Can you go out right now? And like, no, we're not ready. And then they went to the Trio's, to uh, uh, the Elite, and said, "Can because they were second. Can you go out now? And they were about to go out for them. They're like, all right, I, I guess we I guess we can go out first. They're ch- apparently they're changing the pyro, they're changing the music. And Samoa Joe had to like drag punk out there and say, We're going on. Because obviously, you don't want to go on second, you don't want to go on third. If you're not going on last, you want to go on first. So yeah. it's it's a big thing for Joe. And and apparently they got him to go out there. Yeah. So I, I guess I missed the reporting on like them getting other matches. Yeah. What came out today from Wrestling Observer was that, you know, in the Jungle Boy match, I'm sure you've seen by now. I guess there's something about glass that CM Punk said something about not using real glass. or I don't know that whole story, what the background is. But in the Jungle Boy hook match, there was a car. And before Jack Perry was going to slam hook onto the, the windshield, he looked into the camera and he said, look, real glass, yeah. like some whatever. Yeah. So what they're reporting today is that when he went backstage 
Jack Perry, CM Punk confronted him and said, do you have a problem with me? Mm -hmm. And Jungle Boy is like, I was just trying to get heel heat. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. And it turned into an altercation where Punk threw him into the, like into TVs and they're falling on Tony Khan and in the gorilla position. And then Samoa Joe was there because they were about to go out for a match. Samoa Joe broke it up and got him to go out. But apparently in the midst of all this, after he got broken up, Punk, I guess, tried to rush Tony Khan, according to this report, and yelled, I quit. And people, like multiple people had to break it up. And again, to your point, what's real, what's fake. Uh, But it was announced that the two of them are suspended. And now Punk is not at all out this weekend, which is in Chicago. Well, we'll see, right? So I think that remains to be seen as well, because there's another report that there's video footage of the altercation of what happened. Uh, Tony Khan did an interview or or a media call or something where he said he hopes to have a resolution by Sunday. And it's like, well, if there's video and it was in Gorilla and you know exactly what happened, you either have a resolution or you don't. Like, what's the what are we doing? We could both um, agree, though, CM Punk is not being fired. There is no scenario where that happens. Listen, to, to in my opinion, if he really did that, if he approached Jack Perry, got in a physical altercation with him before the biggest show in the history of the company, he is not worth I personally think there's been one highlight since CM Punk has come back to AEW, mm-hmm. and it was when he debuted. Mm-hmm. I think everything since then has been a detriment to the company. But if he I, was I, ever I going to be fired, it would have been after the the brawl out. All right, that's when it would have happened. Joey, they just created a third show based around him. I understand that, but 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 no one's watching Saturday Night's Live. No one cares that CM Punk's on the show. The best parts of that show are not even CM Punk. Now, the and the brawl out, the thing about brawl out is I think multiple parties were probably at part. Did Punk probably instigate it with his press conference? Sure. But I actually, I thought my understanding was that the elite approached him about his comments and it escalated from there. This scenario, he approached Jack Perry and instigated this situation. So it's a year apart. This time he's instigating it. By the way, Jack Perry, for whatever people think about him, this is a guy who four months ago you had in a feud where you called him a pillar of your company. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to let this slide and let CM Punk just... Well, they're not letting know, it slide. They suspended him. Right. But if it really was his fault and those stories are true, he's got to go. He's not... He First of all, now Jack Perry is fucked over. By the way, looks like Ricky Starks is fucked over again. Yep. Right? And... Why is that fair? Those guys are super talented young guys, particularly Ricky Starks, mm-hmm. who they can't seem to figure out what to do with him. It finally seemed like, oh, maybe he's got something here with this punk thing. But now because punk is what? Sensitive, I guess. Sensitive, sensitive just, and punk. When does it get I mean, to a point where punk looks in the mirror and says, you know what? Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe it's me. And that yeah, apparently maybe, is never going to happen. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm the old man yelling for everyone to get off my lawn. Yeah. Like, does he not remember that be- the reason he became the legend he is in this business was because he was the guy who everyone said couldn't make it because of the way he looked or the way he wrestled. And he had to bust his ass and drop the pipe bomb and talk shit about people and ruffle feathers. And now all of a sudden it's like all oh, these young guys that don't respect the business and now, nah, dude, what are we talking about here? But isn't, he isn't, is not, he is not relevant 
He is not relevant outside of hardcore wrestling fans in 2023. No one, AW is the same company with or without CM Punk. I couldn't, I, if AEW couldn't have gone to Wembley without CM Punk, then AEW's got much bigger problems. If AEW couldn't get a third show without CM Punk, AEW's got much bigger problems. Ultimately, in terms of their longevity, CM Punk is just not that relevant anymore. And he's also not that good anymore. His storylines have just been subpar. But isn't this version of CM Punk causing trouble? Everybody hates him. Isn't this version of CM Punk a lot closer to the CM Punk who was on top of the wrestling world at one point than the guy we were seeing a year ago? And he was kind of boring. Yeah, well, yes, it's closer, but some people are like, like, like MJF is a guy who, when I watch him, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, certain guys who they could be on the chase or they could be the one being chased. They could be the outcast. They could be the top. They, they can, they, they encompass this whole range of abilities as a character. CM Punk was never bigger and never more of a star than when he was the little guy trying to get over on the big guy, right? CM Punk trying to go against the WWE establishment, indie guy, never going to make it. That story was, this is not that. This is just an asshole. This is just an asshole. This, this is definitely an asshole. It's just an asshole gimmick, but he's not against the machine. <laughs> What's your he's, gimmick? I'm an asshole. He's, But he's not like fighting against the machine. If anything, the machine fighting is handing, everybody, but he's, but he's being handed everything. Yeah. He's just being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole. So yeah, it's yep. a little closer, but is it, is it fun? I'm not having fun with it. I'm uh, not having fun with it. I'll, I'll, real quick here, a, a couple of things I want quick thoughts on, and then I want to get to the things that I really loved about All In, and then we'll do the previews for this weekend. Is it just me, or I was a little bit disappointed with the Bucks and FTR? Is that just me? Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was good. Like, yeah, like, it's it, always good. Yeah, it was always, it's obviously going to be good, but I don't know. I they, felt like a lot of it was was a little bit too choreographed. I thought they tried too hard almost to to make sure that it was the best of the three matches. You know, I yeah, that didn't feel organic to me. I don't know. Well, I think both of those teams are just so good. The bar is really the bar is so high, yeah. and not even just against each other, against others, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not what are we a month out from FTR and Bullet Club Gold having yeah. maybe the best tag match in AEW history. Yeah. I mean, so like every time they're always trying to one up themselves, and maybe this time they just went a little too much to try to one-up themselves. It didn't come off the right way. Did you like uh, Soraya winning? We both knew she was going to win. Uh, her family being there, I mean, dead giveaway that she's winning the match. But but I, I do like that you got this dissension here. I liked it that Tony Storm punched the mother and you got a little bit of heat there. Tony Storm is easily doing the best work she's ever done. I mean, she is, is phenomenal right now, Tony Storm. That's why I hate this is because... When Tony Storm showed up in AEW, they almost immediately put the title on her. They made her the biggest star in the women's division, and I never thought she was any good. Yeah. And now she's amazing, she's and they don't fantastic. give her the moment. Now she, she's well, doing the best. It can come. It doesn't all have to happen. It's not. You it know. can come, but it's not going to come in the biggest show in the history of the company. And like, what I understand that Soraya is from from England, and her family was there, 
and whatever, and she's a legend, whatever. What has she done in AEW to deserve that moment? Tony Storm has done more for AEW to deserve that moment. Britt Baker has done more for AEW to deserve that moment. Soraya got that moment because her family was there. I mean, Tony Storm is killing it right now. She should have had that moment. Can I tell you what? And she's also from England. She would have got a pop. She said she was going to renounce her citizenship. Can yeah. I can I tell you what match I expected to but did not hate at all? I actually kind of liked it. Do you want to guess which one it was? Stadium Stampede? No, no, I don't like that bullshit. Uh, the coffin um, match. I dug the coffin match. Yeah, it's fine. Christian's, I mean, Christian's just. I, mean, I thought I was going to hate it. I did not. I, I liked it. Yeah, I have this constant struggle with the old problem, as I call it in AEW. But Christian ain't part of that. Christian yeah. is. Well, and also, I was never scared that Sting was going to get hurt. Like, he he took no bumps. Like, they managed to have him yeah. full-on 20-minute match, whatever it was. And the most dangerous thing he did was the leg drop through the table, which is really not that dangerous yeah. for a professional. Yeah, no, I, I thought I thought it was good. I liked I, it. I, 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 it would have been fine if it wasn't a coffin match. I mean, a coffin but... drop, Darby Allen doing the coffin drop on the top of the coffin. I mean, how do you not break your back? It's crazy. Yeah, it's, I don't get it. It's crazy. Um, I, I do worry. Match. I worry that Swerve is going to get into this Ricky Starks territory where he's doing such good work, but they just can't figure out how to like, get him to that next step. Because I think Swerve is one of the best in AEW. I love what Swerve is doing. I told you, like, yes, the, the hip-hop gimmick has been done. But I feel like like the thug rapper gimmick has yeah. not been done. And that's yeah. what he's doing. Like, like he's a thug. And, yeah. and I, no, I dig it. I like he's what he's He's good, doing. and he's great in the ring. Yeah, that was a fun match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, I Again, I could have done without it being a coffin match. It would have been just as good as, like, just a tag match. But whatever. For me, best match of the night, Jericho and Osprey was incredible. I was really worried about Jericho hanging with Osprey, and as great as and Osprey was the babyface, not not even close. Jericho, yeah, absolutely, absolutely mm -hmm. the well. It's weird because if Don Callis is walking to the ring, how are you babyface? You know, uh, yeah. so that so that Proud part was weird. But uh, I, I dug it, it, he they did it the way you thought, where Jericho was going to sing himself to the ring. I thought that was a. I thought that was cool. I liked it. It was cool. It. it was just so weird. Remember, we were saying like, wouldn't it be weird? I thought, weren't we talking about like, will he sing to the ring or will they just play and the crowd will sing? Well, well, yeah. It, you thought maybe the crowd was going to. He was singing to a track, which is the way you got to do it, obviously. Right. But uh, I, you know, he did an ode to Queen and Freddie Mercury at the very beginning, which was really cool. And yeah, I, I. Jericho, I, I thought was like the star of the night. I, I really did. The way that he hung with Osprey, it was a great match. Great match. I was I was really impressed with Jericho, man. Really we gotta impressed. be. I know it's never gonna happen, and I know no one's ever gonna really do it, but we gotta really I think when we have these discussions about like truly the best of all time, like Jericho's gotta be in that conversation. I'm so impressed with him. I mean, yeah. like to be able to do that against uh, mm -hmm. arguably what a top two or three wrestler. He in the shouldn't world, have been able to hang with him at he his shouldn't. age perform. And like, we're talking about, you know, who gets the credit for, for AEW's popularity and like this, having the biggest show ever. This is a huge part of Jericho's legacy. Now, like he was the first this, mainstream name that jumped on. He's AEW's not, where it is they're not in Wembley they're not anything without Jericho yeah. being there and helping build this yeah and I don't know that he gets the credit for that yet but when we look at his legacy as like an all-time great I think that's got to be in the conversation too it's a fun show I enjoyed it
I thought the show had a very big feel to hey, it. Daddy, daddy ass or badass Billy. I told you, told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever. Yeah, it's fine. But look, I mean, it, it feels it's pretty. I mean, I, they got to do something with Bullet Club Gold now. Because remember, I told you the reason I thought they were going to win was because in his promo, pro, like the week before, he said, you guys hurt my sons. Yeah. So that leaves that that door open like, oh, he's not finished with, right. with the guns. Uh, fun show. It's not WrestleMania. It is a big show. It had a big show feel to it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's stick with AEW then, and let's do let's do a quick all out preview here. All right. Okay. So we do not have the world championship on the line. We also do not have CM Punk at least for now. So let's let's run through some of these matches here and give some quick thoughts for Sunday night okay. AEW All Out. Which it's weird. It's only a week after All In. It's in Chicago. Uh, what do it's you a got there? Of honor card. It's a Ring of Honor card. Yeah. It's yeah, basically a Ring of Honor card. There's, as of right now, there are, um, one, two, two Ring of Honor titles being defended, and two other Ring of Honor champions. Well, maybe that's gonna, maybe that's gonna be the mo. Maybe that's why it's always gonna be the week after All In. Is there's gonna essentially be a a Ring of well, Honor tie-in? I don't know. Then they're always gonna have a lot of people not paying fifty bucks. All right, so give me the matches here. Let's do it. Um, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen for the okay. TNT title. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. be fun. I mean, I, I don't see Luchasaurus not retaining, but yeah, that'll be yeah. fun. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley for the international title. That feels like the main event. I know it's not the main event. It feels it like the main be. event. Uh, I think Moxley's winning the international title. To be honest, they push Cassidy so hard down her throat. I don't see why it wouldn't be because there's no, I don't think it's going to be the ROH tag titles. Um, well, see, it's either this or that. Uh, or, well, this no, could be it. I think you could do, even though the build hasn't been great, you could do Kenny Omega and Takeshita. Yeah, I guess. But you I, could. either way, could. I think Moxley's winning this title. Okay. okay. <laughs> that does nothing for me. Even though, like, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm sort do, do people still really love the Orange Cassidy stuff? Because I, so. I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, fine. It's something different, but mm-hmm. it's fine. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Statlander Verso for the TBS title. That I mean, I'm glad like they're just... doing something with Statlander, but yeah. like, there's there's no build for that. Like, I don't. Get it feels excited. like it just got thrown together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get excited for that. Uh, this one, Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor for the Ring of Honor World Television. I don't even know who he is. Who is that? Exactly. I, I don't know. It's like. Here's what I was thinking about. Does he so, go here? Like, what what is that? Exactly. I don't. I guess he goes to Ring of Honor. It's a Ring of Honor show. Um. So there's also there was an announcement that tonight on Collision, or excuse me, on Saturday night on Collision, Ricky Starks will be in attendance to challenge Ricky the Dragon Steamboat <laughs> to, to a strap match at all. Come on, come on! No, I'm not even kidding. Tony Khan tweeted it out. It's a real thing. That's um, t- that's tomorrow night. That is uh, supposed to be on Collision. So he's supposed to challenge Ricky Steamboat. Well, we got three so, straight days of AEW: Rampage, Collision, and All Out. 
Yeah. A lot of wrestling, Um, man. And then, so here's the thing. Either that's a real thing or CM Punk comes back, right? Um, If that's a real thing, if that's a real thing, why can't we just have Samoa Joe versus Ricky Starks for the television title? Like, why can't... Because maybe they want to build it. Yeah, but, okay, obviously it was going to be Punk versus Ricky Starks, if it's Mm -hmm. not. Right. If this is still real and he's suspended and he's going to challenge Steamboat's 70 years old. Yep. He's 70 years old. Okay. Yep. So why do we need to have that match? Samoa Joe, who is famous for just coming out and just talking shit and challenging and fighting whoever. Why can't you just have Samoa Joe come out? What have Ricky Starks come out, talk, cut his promo. I got nothing for all out. Have Samoa Joe come out and actually just reference what happened. Be like, I know you thought you were going to get a real title shot, but your guy's not here, so fight me. And just have them fight each other. Why do I have to have Shane Taylor and uh, Ricky Steamboat fighting in 2023? What? I don't, I don't know, know Shane Taylor. Who's Shane Taylor? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know him. What um, else you got? Uh, Kenny Omega and Takeshita. Uh, do you think Omega wins? I do. I think so. The build has I think not Takeshita been great. got the this. quick moment by getting Kenny with the roll up last week. I think Kenny wins the match. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um, Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs, which is a fun match. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think Hobbs is going to win, but I feel like people on the internet think it's Miro. Well, if, if Miro doesn't win, I don't really know what they're doing because he, he he doesn't really do a whole lot. Like but he, but if he Hobbs just came doesn't back. win, it feels like it's a lot of starting and stopping with Hobbs, you know? I could see this being like a beatdown match where nobody wins, where they just beat the absolute dog just shit out of each other. Hosses, and they, fighting they it just out. Keep, and then they, they continue the feud. Yeah, that almost makes more sense. Yeah. Um, Eddie Kingston and Katsuyori Shibata versus Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Well, I mean, I guess the story is, you know, Kingston and Castagnoli, they hate each other's guts, right? All right, whatever. FTR and the Young Bucks versus Bullet Club Gold. All right, but the story here is about FTR and the Young Bucks are right. upset with each other, so so they're going to lose. Well, so that they 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 there was a backstage segment, and they sort of yeah. approached, and you saw it. Did right? they did they make up? They they basically were like, we respect you. This was supposed to be Young Bucks. Were like we respect you, but this was supposed to be our moment. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. And then Bullet Club Gold came in. Yeah. And we're like, this is the winner's locker room. Yeah. FTR, you can stay, but Bucks, you got to go. And then it was like, there's four of you. There's four of us. Let's fight. And that was basically. I think think Bullet Club Gold is going to win. No, I think. Yeah. And I think FTR and Young Bucks continue. They're probably feuding. Yeah. And then I think what you do here is you move Jay White onto something big, maybe because he's about to beat the Bucks. Maybe we do Jay White and Kenny Omega. And then you could have Juice and the Guns go against the Acclaim. Maybe. Okay. All right. But, but, but I mean, I'm not a booker, but sometimes it's sometimes the easiest things right in front of your face. Um, and then Adam Cole and MJF versus TBD, which we do we find know. out tonight, right? I mean, if you want to know, it's already happened. Oh, I saw. Okay, so so it's it's taped then. Okay, because I saw that it's Dark Order, and I yeah. was like, so they did a tag team battle row. Tab, tag team battle royale. Okay, I didn't realize Rampage is taped, but when I yeah. saw that, I was like, oh, it must have been taped. All right, so it's Dark Order. Yeah. All right, well, we know Dark Order are not winning those titles. I know, but I'm glad to see they're getting a spot because I love John Silver. Okay. Um, he's awesome. And then the only other thing to mention is they did continue, you know, the Kingdom, Adam Cole, MJF thing. Yeah. 
on on Wednesday. They're doing a tournament to determine who fights MJF at Grand Slam. Is there a way Roderick Strong wins? Seems like that's what they're headed towards, right? All right, cool. All right. Whatever. I mean, I, I like this gimmick. Apparently, so, like a fan saw him in the airport and he's still wearing the neck brace. That's good. Come on, live the yeah. gimmick, man. Let's yeah. do it. So I like it. he's not very good on the mic. He's a little clunky, but yeah. in this role of like the whiny, bitchy. Well, like, he and his wife should both be practicing together. They're both shit on the microphone. Yeah. But no, the, I, I don't mind it. And, you know, it, it draws out the MJF Cole thing for a long yeah. time. So, all right. It's good. All right, I, 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 I'm a game time decision if I order it. Yeah, I, I mean, fifty bucks for this pay per view. Game tough. time decision for me. It's game tough. time decision. All right, so we got through everything that happened with AEW last weekend, Sunday night. Both of us very uh, questionable as to whether or not we're ordering it, but we will definitely be watching tomorrow night as we have WWE Payback, which is. Okay, so I want to go through the card here, Joey, and and I will tell you this. While Payback is not a big show, all right, kind of biding our time until we get to Survivor Series, also kind of biding our time until the Bloodline return, right? But I think this card is very unpredictable. For the majority of these matches, I don't know what is going to happen. I don't know who is going to win, but one thing... I am certain about is happening tomorrow night is Damian Priest is leaving that event, the world champion. He is cashing in tomorrow. That's night, the thing. That is the thing you're most certain about. He is cashing in tomorrow night. He is winning the world title tomorrow night. Yep. That I am I, I did, certain. That blows me away that that is the thing. Yep. The timing is right. You know, is it kayfabe uh, or is it real? Seth Rollins, the back injury? I don't know. Maybe it is. Damian Priest, this is the opportunity. He is leaving the world champion tomorrow night. That I'm sure of. All right. I'm not so sure. I, I mean, I'm not so sure. I, I don't I don't want to see Damian. I, maybe it's because I don't think he – I don't want to see him as a champ. I, I don't – I was – I think I – texted you when i sent you my notes like the impact that the bloodline not being around just has on this card and the product in general so don't you have to amplify the judgment day even more and put the title on them i think you need to figure out how to amplify the title and i don't think putting the title amplifies judgment day because i don't think anyone cares about this title right now even though seth Rollins is great i just think it's all it very quickly became a secondary title Mm -hmm. um this is the first pay-per-view that it's headlining can i pose another Outcome. Uh huh. Finn Balor and Damian Priest win the tag titles. Okay. Finn Balor costs, for whatever reason, Damian Priest the cash in. So they leave as tag champs, but Priest does not cash in. He used the briefcase and it was unsuccessful. Yes. But per Rhea Ripley's demand, everyone comes out of payback with gold. Because they have the tag titles, but there's still dissension. How about that? What about that? All right, so we start out the card then with the tag title match. You believe Finn Bauer and Damian Priest are winning it? I do not. Well, I don't know that I believe that. I'm just posing that as an alternate universe ending. Uh-huh. Um, I could see it though because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are great together, but I'm not sure that they necessarily need these titles. I'd and rather th- them as singles competitors again. Right, and I think these titles. Still, I think putting the tag titles on 
Finn and Damian Priest amplifies almost more so. Well, that um, would get us to the place where all of Judgment Day has gold. Right. And it keeps the story going a little longer, too, because if they don't win and Priest cashes in, then Finn's getting kicked out, right? And then it's over. Mm-hmm. If if they win the tag titles and everyone has gold again, now it's still, we still have the Judgment Day. Do they win gold and, and they won gold because they had help from J.D. McDonough, who they finally accept as a member of Judgment Day? Because like that story is front and center right now. Like you got to, you know, Monday night, Damian Priest got mad at J.D. McDonough, told, gave him the face mush. Uh, it, we got to come to some conclusion here. Or does or do they win, and then JD McDonough costs the cash in? You know, there's a lot of options. There's yep. a lot of options for sure. I think sure. Priest is leaving the world champion tomorrow night. He's just not. He's not the guy. He's very good, but like, the world champion should be the leader. He's mm-hmm. not the leader. He's not. What other, what other matches Rhea, we got there? Here's Rhea Ripley. No one's really the leader. Maybe that's what's great about that. I think Rhea's the leader. Okay. Well, at least the leader is finally going to wrestle a match. So Rhea is fighting. She's defending her women's world title against Raquel Rodriguez. And I will tell you. What if she's the only one who walks out without gold? I I see a scenario where where Raquel wins. I could see. I don't think she's going to. But I can see a scenario where Raquel wins. I think the more likely scenario is they fight another time down the road. And Raquel takes it off her. Because look. Raquel's bigger than her, you know, and, and the way they've been playing it on raw, like Raquel beats the shit out of her. You know, I think Raquel can beat her. I wouldn't be completely stunned if she beat her tomorrow night. Although I don't believe that that's, I don't believe the time is necessarily right. Can I, I'm going to give you a, uh, I'm going to give you a hot take. Yeah. Okay. Raquel beats Rhea. Mm-hmm. I would put this title run on par in my disappointment level with Ronda Rousey's entire run in WWE. Yeah, but Rhea's got so... It's, first of all, it's not like it's Rhea's first title reign. It's not. I and, know, but this was this is her time. She's supposed to be one of the biggest stars in the company right now. I, she doesn't feel that way to me. Yeah, but I think the difference is, if you feel that way, this has not been Rhea's fault. When I think both of us would agree, Ronda's run was her fault. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like in terms of my disappointment, like yeah. from the beginning of the year to now, creating, changing the title, making it the women's world title. She, she's supposed to be making that important, and nothing about her storyline is doing anything for her. Everything about her storyline is elevating the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm she's supposed to be the star like she is the star and she's and they're not presenting her in my opinion they've not presented her as a star she barely wrestles and everything she does is in service of either dom winning a title or finn and she's a team like, player that's why she's the leader but she's not a star and she should be the star she should be the biggest women's star on the roster she has that that to her i mean mm-hmm. outside of charlotte I do love her so much. And, and when Becky is that, you know, when Becky is on her game right now, I wouldn't consider that this a time where she is. Um, it's Rhea. I mean, she's supposed to be the one. 
and there's been nothing good about her title run so far. Other than the work that, and I'm separating the title run from the Judgment Day run. Mm-hmm. The Judgment Day run's been good. They're great. Yeah. The title run, if Rhea being the top woman in the company or one of the top women in the company, they haven't done much with it. So if she loses Saturday, they really did nothing with it. LA Knight versus The Miz. The Miz never wins anymore. And and it feels like they're finally headed in the direction where this is this is the LA Knight push. I mean, he's got a singles match on a pay-per-view again. Uh, yeah. with a high profile, you know, guy, even and though if, he never wins Miz, but he's, he's high profile. And if the world title didn't exist, the Seth Rollins world title didn't exist, this could be the main event. Yeah. This is going to be a fun match. And it, and like, it, it probably should open the show. Uh, yeah. Take advantage of a crowd that's hot, ready to go. Start of the night, throw LA night out there. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. You're right. Uh, steel cage, Becky Lynch and Trish, this feud, I can't believe it's still going on. But what I will tell you is Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark the other night on Raw was fucking awesome. It was really, really good stuff. Really good. I Fun. loved it. Loved it. Yep. So uh, what happens but, here? I mean, this is obviously the end of the feud. Give me, the, you know what I want? Give me this. And I, I don't think a lot of people are going to like this. Becky Lynch, win, or excuse me, Trish wins. Trish versus Rhea. Give me that. Yeah, I don't think that's give me, happening either. Give me heel, give me heel <laughs> Trish. Give me this same Trish who's a right. eating heel. Right. Give me a face Rhea that everybody loves. That's a good story. Yeah, but Becky. Who gone. else? Who else? Becky is not very good, right? I now. mean, maybe it's Becky. Maybe Becky's the one who goes after Rhea next. Why? Well, because she's about to beat Trish Stratus in a steel cage match. So the winner of this, this is number one contender. I don't know. But who else would it be? I don't know. Exactly. That's what I mean. That Well, because on Raw, there is nobody else, right? Yeah, I mean, that's right. Yeah. Or, yes. or a returning Liv Morgan. Uh, yeah, that's probably more likely where Rhea's like going through the tandem of Raquel and Liv right now over the next Well, and Liv, Liv and Rhea have the, they were a tag team. They have yeah. the story. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Championship, Rey Mysterio, the new U.S. Champion against Austin Theory. I have no idea what's going to happen here. I think Austin Theory's winning the title back, though. Sure. I mean, and I guess the question is, is this when we get the Santos Escobar turn? Uh, Maybe. You know what I was also thinking the other day, why, too? Why is there even a rematch if Austin you know, Theory's not going to win it back? You know what could really make the turn work, too? Hmm. Is if you involve Carlito. If he finally shows up. And he's like, I'm LWO. But now it's heel LWO. And instead of Ray being the leader, Carlito's the leader. Because Carlito was always yeah. a heel, right? Yeah. But so wouldn't I you think... agree? Like, wouldn't the only reason that Austin Theory is getting a rematch is because he's going to win the title back? Otherwise, who gives a shit? Yeah, I guess so. Why is there a rematch? Who cares? I don't I don't know. They're fighting tonight. Too. Or it's, tonight it's Ray and Santos versus Theory and Grayson Waller, I think. Okay. Which I like I like that tag team. And uh, while I told you that I believe that Damian Priest is walking out the champion, are you willing to say there's a chance Nakamura wins the title? Nope. Yeah, but he's going to look great, though. I really yeah, like so the way they presented him. I think he's been he's, great. He's been good. I, I wouldn't be mad if they kept it going for a little while, because I if, if Rollins is going to keep the title... Other than Finn Balor, I don't know who else there is. I just feel right like now. if they're making a thing out of Seth Rollins having a bad back, don't you need to find a way to get him off TV for a little bit? Otherwise, you, what the hell was yeah, the but, point? Yeah, but 
have you learned nothing from Orange Cassidy? You fight hurt, okay? You fight every week. It doesn't matter how hurt you are or how many injuries you have. You just keep fighting because that's what they do. It's wrestling. Um, yeah, I guess. But no, I think he, I think, I mean, because you could put it on Shinsuke, but then you're going to have Damian Priest cash in on Shinsuke. You really now. can't put it. No, no, no. You wouldn't do that. And you really can't put it on Shinsuke because he hardly speaks English. Although I, I, I always liked the bit when he first turned heel. I liked it how when they would put the mic in front of him, he go, no speak English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really also, I that. love, I love the Japanese wrestlers when they are heels that they yeah. just cut promos in Japanese. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. In this it. country, if you speak another language, you're a heel. I mean, that's yeah. been, that's pro wrestling 101, it's a, man. It's amazing. I yeah. love it when it's Asuka and Io or when it was Asuka and Kyrie yeah. and now it's Shinsuke. I love Absolutely. when they do, they just cut the promos and that's you have no clue. one of the no oldest tropes in the pro it's, wrestling book. Yeah. It's so Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Um, um no, I think it's Rollins. And then look, yeah, it storyline wise, what you're saying makes a ton of sense. Yeah, the injured priest, back, man. priest cashes in. Yeah, I just, I don't love. It. Maybe it's because I don't like it. It's just because I just don't want it. Which I mean, show I are you looking more forward to, Saturday oh, or Sunday? Oh, we have one. There's another. We're missing one thing. There's another match. There's a segment. Grayson Waller effect with Cody. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, well, what's going to come out of that? Is that just going to be well, a feud? Well, there could be a feud. Also, yeah, you got to find a way to have Cody with, on the card. We have a big smack. Let's put it this: way. we have a big SmackDown tonight. We have John Cena tonight. Yes. Okay. There are yes. rumors. There are also rumors that John Cena is going to be a payback, and that okay. John Cena is going to be around for a while. And oh, but he already did the Grayson Waller thing. And then it might be Cody John Cena. Wow. That's our big dirt for the day, boys. Okay. All right. I'm into uh, it tonight they, now. I didn't, I didn't already, remember that. He, I'm into it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Cena's back tonight. He's advertised for next week's SmackDown. There's rumors that he's going to not only be at Payback, but at Fastlane as well. So it sounds like he's going to be around for a little bit. He's yeah, I think do he's something. doing. I think I think they already put out a list of all the SmackDowns he's going to be at. There's a list of like six of them. He's going to be around for a while. Right. So maybe it's a it's Grayson Waller effect with Cody, and we get a Cena appearance. I could see the direction they go in more along the lines of Cody and Cena teaming up against someone. Possibly, but um, they got to have because because we know Cody and Cena. We we know how that you know how that goes down. How do you mean? How do you mean? Cody wins. Like there's no scenario where Cody doesn't win there. Like it's it's kind of pointless. I feel right, but but again, I but also but to me, it's like you. Everything right now is got to be building towards Cody and Roman again at Mania. And how many guys are there that you could put Cody against that continue to elevate him more and more to deserve that shot? Like you just did the Brock thing. Yeah. Um, now you could do Cena. He's not going to win the Rollins title, but, you know, so it, it would make sense. Maybe right, well, I'm looking forward to tonight now then. I forgot about Cena. Joey, excellent job. Why don't you, uh, we hope you're all feeling better by next weekend. Why don't you tell all your fans and your listeners you'll talk to them next week. Talk to you next week. Maybe, we, hey, Labor Day Monday, no no work for me. Maybe reaction show. I don't yeah, know. It's no, up that's to you. So maybe I'll talk to you guys Monday. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We love wrestling. We'll talk to you on the next edition of It's Still Real to Me. See ya.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.